Greetings, Megavanen, and whatever the hell the dwarves say that means welcome to the Party Business Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood lore master, Chris Laporte, and I'm so happy you're here taking another chance on yet another actual play podcast, I know. By the way, I'm not bragging about myself with that whole lore master thing. That's the term One Ring RPG uses for Game Master slash Dungeon Master. I know a good amount of the lore from reading The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings probably way too many times than I should have, but Lore Master? Not while I'm still struggling to pronounce Simmerilli... Silmarilli... Simsidion... Whatever. But the One Ring RPG is what we're playing. First edition for right now until I get my hands on that sweet, sweet second edition, which I backed on Kickstarter, by the way. Just one thing for some context before we dive into the adventure and meet our awesome players. We're running through the Tales of the Wilderland official campaign, with a little darkening of Mirkwood thrown in there for those who are familiar. And if you're not familiar, oh, you're in for a treat. There's an incredible story waiting for our five-player characters, and you, BT-dubs, that feels both immersed in the Tolkien world, but also fresh at the same time. So without any further hemming and hawing from this random dude you don't know, I'm quite ready for another adventure. Or our first one, actually. Anyway, enjoy. Episode 1, Part 1 of the Party Business Podcast, titled Three is Company, Five is a Party. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. It's actually starting. And it's all because you guys responded to my question, which was, uh, do you want to play Lord of the Rings with me? <laughs> with yes. uh, great aplop. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for being here. Thanks everyone for listening because we're going to get super geeky. Well, I think we're just going to dive into uh, the Tolkienverse here and mm. get our adventure started because okay. uh, we've got we've got five characters here that we need to introduce. And you're going to learn all these new names at the same time, listeners, and you have to remember them because there's a quiz at the end. Let me give you some background, everyone, because Lord of the Rings covers literally thousands of years in the Tolkienverse, I guess. There's no not too deep a lore for the this metaverse or you know the story. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, we're not going to be. I mean, we do have our Silmarillion expert, uh, Patrick, <laughs> just because you happen to read it. I mean, okay. <laughs> Yeah, just because I've happened to read 10 chapters of it. It's not even like I've read the whole book yet. <laughs> That's nine more chapters than I've read. <laughs> okay, fair enough. See? Expert. Um, but if you're familiar uh, with The Hobbit, The Hobbit ended with, of course, the Battle of the Five Armies and, you know, the killing of uh, Smaug. I want to say Smog. Sounds better, but I guess it's Smaug, huh? It's a shame. But that's where that story ends. We are starting our adventure 10 years after that. A whole 10 years, a whole decade has passed. Uh, Bilbo has gone back home and uh, he's had a little visit from the dwarves. That was the very last scene, I think, of The Hobbit. Um, that's already happened. And it's been pretty peaceful around the Lonely Mountain. And Dale, which is like a booming economy now. We've got uh, a brand new, like, civilization kind of on the rise. Mirkwood itself, which is a dominating feature of this area, this neck of the woods, so to speak. Um, 
that's even become a little bit safer in the last 10 years. Uh, of course, still dark, still dreary, still, still not the safest place in the world, but travel has taken place again back and forth from the west side of Mirkwood and the east side of Mirkwood. Um, they've probably also got a couple of, uh, you know, rival gangs, west side and east side of Mirkwood. You never know. Um, <laughs> but uh, there is prosperity returning to the region until the year we are starting our adventure, of course. Oh, uh, really? I thought it was just going to be like, I thought it was just <laughs> going to be like a lovely time. <laughs> just a... a, a calm jaunt through the shire and some sun a few nights at an inn the golden perch they have the best ale in the shire more than a few perches (laughs) exactly uh i think i would enjoy a, a nice stroll in the shire but probably not the best thing to listen to but this is year the year tolkien nerds out there uh that sauron has officially like revealed himself in Mordor. Now the name is not really getting thrown around. He's a more of a whispers of a nameless fear kind of situation going on. Um, but he's starting his very slow plan to uh, take over Middle Earth. So darkness is returning, and you guys are interacting with that darkness a little bit already because here's how things are going to start off for you. All your five characters are sleeping somewhere in the world. Uh, that's it. the best dwarven uh, like snore I think you could come up with. It, it, he snores very deeply and very loudly. <laughs> like there's no hiding or stealth at night when when you're with with this dwarf. Not at all. No. Perfect. Uh, so we've got ourselves a dwarf, we've got ourselves a hobbit, a woodsman, a uh, men of Lake Town or from Dale, I'm not even sure, uh, Han, uh, which, which one you're from, but you know, Lake Town, I think. Um, and then we've got a Bjorning so. <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. You're all in different places, but you're all trying to make it to the west side of Mirkwood. So, the night before the journey, you're all sleeping. Some of you um, are sleeping out in the wilderness, going on your way to the meeting spot. Some of you are sleeping in Lake Town, uh, waiting for the caravan to take you out of Lake Town and then across Mirkwood. And here's what you experience. You're deep in a dream. And you find yourselves standing in a swamp there's mud coming up to your knees for tim your your hobbit ted uh it's coming up to his waist you know uh (laughs) and he's used to that so it's okay it's all it's all part of the plan um yeah in front of you you see on this small little hill in the middle of this swamp a ruined fortress of some kind you can't tell really what it is it's dark shapes at this point just some part of a tower some bit of a wall and it's kind of vast and sprawled out in front of you 
At the highest tower, three dark figures are looking down upon you, like oily shadows against a dark sky. And suddenly you feel this marsh and swamp kind of start sucking towards the center of this castle, and it starts sinking. And the forest that's surrounding you is also kind of getting slowly dragged into the middle of this swamp and then down into this abyss. You try to pull yourselves out, but there's nothing to hold on to because it's moving with you. And you see out of the south, a little bit east sky, dark clouds reaching towards you like an arm, a great arm across the sky. And just as everything goes black, you hear the sound of chains against stone, just dragging. Before you wake up in just a, like sweating and breathing hard like you were just running. And I'm going to need you to make our very first roll of the campaign. A wisdom, oh. a wisdom saving throw. Here we go. So... You'll be rolling against whatever wisdom you have. So the way that the one ring uh, works, of course, you're playing first edition because second edition isn't out yet, but we'll get there. You want to look at your, your wisdom score. Whatever your wisdom is, that's how many D6s you get to roll in addition to your D12. And remember, 11 is bad. Yeah. If you're using regular dice, <laughs> 11 is zero. So, you know, that's no good. 12, you automatically... I'm definitely going to get excited about an 11 at some point. Oh, I got an 11! <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. Ooh. It's bad. It's bad. What if I got a 12? I did too. Autom- I did too. Automatic success. I I beat the game. I won the game. Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah, me and Han, uh, we're going we're gonna to play the other adventure where we're just at the Golden Perch drinking ale. Are we taking a one. stroll through the Shire? Yeah, I thought this was a Shire simulator. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, dude, they should make that, though. And my total is going to be nine. Nine. All right. Josh is at a nine. Patrick's at a t- like automatic success. I'm gonna be the ankle weights uh, on this quest. I I rolled an eleven. Like total. All told. <laughs> okay. All told. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Got an automatic <clears throat> success for Han as well. And then Tim, what'd you roll? I rolled a total of nineteen. With one with one six Ooh. in there. His uh, hobbit is nice and uh, hopeful, I guess. Quite hopeful. All right. So, Josh and Sean, your characters, which we'll get to uh, meet everybody here real real soon, um, you both get one shadow point as you wake up. So you wake up, you're sweating. One shadow point. One shadow point. So put that under your uh, hope score. There should be a little spot for it. You uh, see it? Yeah. You wake up. You feel like just this weird dread weighing on you. You've never had a dream like that before. So visceral. And uh, Sean, your your character's like out in the wilderness. You know, he wakes up like it's black around him and it just, it sits on him heavy. He's slept in the wilderness by himself so many times. Like this is different. Um, and of course, Josh, your dwarf is probably staying at an inn or at their home in Lake Town or mm-hmm. near Lake Town. Mm-hmm. And uh, odd to feel this dread in the middle of civilization. He definitely, uh, there's, there, he mistakes it for being hungover. Because um, <laughs> definitely, like, you know, 
like any good dwarf, he had his uh, his nightcap of uh, two cups of ale, and uh, it it, uh, it 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 whatever this inn did with their ale, they mixed some fruit in, and the, I don't know the dwarf it didn't settle with his dwarven stomach just quite right, so he thinks it had something to do with that weird weird uh, man ale that he was drinking the other day. Makes sense. Your dwarf needs a like porter or a stout. None of those like yeah, sour well, it, exactly. Like he normally dreams of the tunnels, and so uh, when uh, when when he dreamt of you know a castle being in a swamp and covered in mud, he was just like, all right, not we're not touching that stuff again. <laughs> good plan, I think. <laughs> all right. So meanwhile, Ted just pops up and goes, "Huh, guess it was just a bad dream," and skips away. <laughs> Well, I'm ready for an adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so we are in Lake Town, also known as Ezgroth now. It's new Lake Town. Of course, the old Lake Town got destroyed in a dragon fire, and then, you know, the dragon fell on top of it. So that's probably not a good thing. But that was 10 years ago. And new Ezgroth, new Lake Town, is... Uh, set up kind of at the north end of the long lake which uh, dominates the uh area right below the lonely mountain uh anyone trying to figure out this you could look at map of middle earth basically our entire adventure is going to take place at the top right hand corner of the uh middle earth map so um mm-hmm. but a few of your characters have already agreed to head west uh for reasons of their own you have met up at the gate of Lake Town, which you previously agreed to, to meet with uh, Baldor, who is uh, one of the merchants in Lake Town. He's famous, well, kind of. He's not got the best wares in the world, but he is one of the very few merchants that every single year he goes and makes the trek across Mirkwood to trade with the woodsmen on the uh, west side of town. Um, so both uh, our woodsman and our Bjorning also probably know him. Um, but you meet with him, and he is loading up the last bit of packages on his uh, four ponies that he has with him. And we have our first three character introductions to do here. We've got Josh's dwarf, uh, Tim's uh, hobbit, and Hans barding slash Lake Town person. Um, and I want to get to know these three characters. You all meet at the gate uh, as arranged. And I think, Tim and Josh, your characters are kind of going in on an adventure already together. And then, uh, Han, your character's uh, approaching too. So let's go ahead and start with you, Han. Uh, you approach uh, this four-pony <laughs> four caravan and uh, are ready to go on your adventure. You see this older man, like not super old, he's like probably in his 50s, he's loading up. He's got his, what could probably be assumed to be his son with him. He's about 12 years old, only a few years younger than you. Um, and uh, the uh, older man looks up at you, Han, and says, uh, Oh, are you uh, one of our travelers today? Uh, the kid is his name. The kid. Is that, how's that spelled? How's that spelled? T H A K H I D. Son of the dad. 
<laughs> that's that's very Tolkien of you, yeah. actually. <laughs> and an apostrophe somewhere. Yeah. Just put a couple dots over it. You're good. <laughs> um, he yeah. he goes up to what is it? Uh, Bardor. Uh, Baldor. Baldor. I can't read my writing. <laughs> and he just he just goes. Is this the caravan that I need to go to get out of here? Uh, well, yes. Uh, if you mean across Mirkwood, is if you are you traveling with us? I know I've got a couple travelers with me today. Where, where's, where's my seat? Where, where do I go? Um, <laughs> well, I only have my four ponies. Uh, there's no seats. You'll have to walk alongside us. We're walking out of here. Well, yes, I, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I I assure you, the path we're taking through Berkwood uh, does not allow for a carriage to go through. You'll have to walk. H- how long is that going to take me? Well, I mean, have you been across Merkwood before? Do you you know how long it is? <laughs> I, I, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. I, I just, ha- I'm in a, on a very important mission, okay? Understandable, understandable. Uh, well, <laughs> it does take, uh... Well, from here, almost a month to get to the other side. A whole month. Right. That's why we're starting at the end of spring, so that we can make it in high summer. High summer? It's hot in high summer? It, it is, yes. I, I mean, the woods will protect you from some of the heat, but it can get warm. You don't want to travel in the winter, though, I assure you. And we're going through the woods, right? Oh, yes. Most definitely. Most of that time is, he's just is like, in the woods. <laughs> he just throws up his hands. He's just like, great, whatever. Let me just, I'll just stand here and just wait for things to get ready. What does the kid look like? Oh, like a little snot? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely blonde, right? <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> as, as a blonde, I, I can say it. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he's just like clearly out of place. His clothes are, um, not really made for adventuring. Um, he looks just very, very, uh, delicate. (laughs) Um, but he's, he has no choice. So he's just standing there with his arms crossed, (laughs) kind of regretting his decisions. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Uh, do you, uh, so, uh, the kid is like 16, right? Yes. Cool. 16. Awesome. 16. All right. So, uh, the kid is, uh, impatiently waiting next to one of the ponies as the last boxes kind of get loaded. And, uh, up comes our dwarf and hobbit. Why don't you guys, Josh and Tim, introduce your characters. Tim, why don't you go first? Introducing to Baldor. Yeah, Baldor is loading up as you uh, as you walk up, and you see this like kind of the end of the conversation with this kid that seems impatient. Yeah, I see that, and I, uh, I walk up to Baldor and I say, "Excuse me, are you who we're traveling with?" Ah, here's our other uh, another kid. Okay, well that's fine. That's fine. Um, oh, I see you have a dwarf companion. Interesting. Are you a dwarf child? I, I say, I'll have you know I'm 36 years old, um, so I'm most certainly not a kid. Um, however, uh, I am here to help ensure your safety across Merkwood. 
Well, I do appreciate that. I have uh, some help here with me already, and he kind of points behind him, and he's got what looks to be on the other side of the ponies three um, kind of guards of some kind. They don't look very official, but they look like three other adventurers that um, are helping him load up. But mm-hmm. uh, he says, I do uh, I do appreciate the, the help. I'll take it however much I can get. Rumor has it that uh, the forest is not the safest place anymore. It's been nice these last few years to travel across it, but don't want to take any chances. So if you have a sword or looks at your back or bow, um, I will uh, be happy to have you. I say we would be happy to assist. And then I also look over to uh, the dwarf and I say, uh, don't mention the treasure. (laughs) Oh, no, of course not. Uh, yes, uh, well, Mr. Um, Baldor, sir, uh, we, we appreciate you uh, including us on this. We know that, uh, well, it's a rather lucrative trade journey, and so uh, uh, including us along the, you know, uh, we, we are just excited for the opportunity. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll look over at you when I say opportunity and wink uh, knowingly, uh, kind of thinking about uh, some, uh, some treasure that you've mentioned. So um, other than that, I'll just be... Um, I don't know. Uh, do we need to give a description or anything of our, our kind of characters? Of yeah, yeah. Why don't we uh, introduce them proper? So yeah, go okay. ahead. Introduce your uh, your dwarf. So yeah, um, I am a dwarf, of course. Uh, his name is Rory. Uh, that's all. All he says. Uh, he doesn't provide any other name. Uh, it's R H O, and there's a sign. I don't know what the sign means. Uh, he doesn't know either. He just kind of makes it up as he goes along. <laughs> Hey, listen, you know, we could read Dwarvish, but all the other uh, the other languages don't make sense. They're based on a different, you know, typeset. You know, it's like Romantic versus other ones. He just doesn't it doesn't make sense to to Rory's brain. He's not the smartest cookie in the shed, but uh, I like to think he's got a heart of gold. Um, He's he's uh, I like to think he's got some some red hair. Uh, Definitely like some reddish tufts. But, you know, it's a little uh, little little. brownish in other places too so it's kind of a mix he's he's uh, young for a dwarf which means he's you know in his 50s um and uh, but like in that kind of way he's still kind of got that youthful how do you describe a dwarf um well, like, it, yeah where it's like they think they're invulnerable and also like they're arrogant and their ego is massive and they, you know they can do no wrong but um just coming from his background he uh you know he is from the lonely mountain and uh, but uh, has been kind of cast out from the Lonely Mountain. That's a, a bit of backstory. So he's been uh, kind of above above ground and making uh, his way ever since. But uh, you know, in general, he's just he looks like an uh, your every dwarf. Um, you know, he's got some mail on, uh, an axe in hand, and uh, he's just kind of silent, silently standing back, kind of taking a taking a, a glance over things. Cool, love it. Uh, and Tim, tell us about your Hobbit real quick. A little bit of description. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, old Ted Took is uh, probably pretty standard for what you would expect for a Hobbit. Uh, he likes to try and keep clean, so he's got, you know, you can you can tell that his uh, standard Hobbit attire is pretty, uh, so at least somewhat pristine. It's it's been washed recently. Um, his hair has been washed recently. He's he's tried he tries to bathe very frequently when he can, and he is uh, I would say he has he has um, 
brown curly-ish hair. It's a little curly wavy. And um, he has absolutely no sign that he has ever had um, a hair on his face. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty much him. He's, he's what you would expect of a hobbit. Um, some hairy, hairy feet and a uh, bow strewn across his back, and you can tell that uh, that he probably favors that one over over the little sword that he carries as well. Love that. Cool. All right. Well, we've got our first adventurers with our four pony caravan plus three looks like hired you know help for uh, guarding the caravan as they go, um, and you. As they walk. Start your journey. They they walk. <laughs> a lot or jump, of walking. In the case of those of us with shorter legs. Yeah. <laughs> Trot, perhaps. Yes. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But you make your way out of Lake Town. Kind of keep close to the Long Lake, which uh, Lake Town's at the very north northern spot of it. You kind of hug close to the shore uh, as you follow the road out of Esgaroth. And... Uh, the morning kind of passes by without much incident. This is safe territory, no problem. Uh, and you travel for a couple of hours down uh, to where the uh, forest river actually comes out of Mirkwood and uh, joins the Long Lake. And you stop kind of where you can turn and start following the forest river path. And uh, Baldor... Uh, turns and looks at our three companions he's he's kind of barking orders not barking he's not a he's not a mean fella but he is telling the other hired help to kind of rearrange some of the ponies there's one pony's weighed down a little bit too much um but he looks at the dwarf the hobbit and uh the kid (laughs) and he says well uh (laughs) we're supposed to meet someone here i think they're waiting at the lakeside i uh I won't. I won't go to to the lakeside. It's too too many memories. The old lake town. So if you could if you could go get her, that would be that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sure, of course. Uh, where is the lake, and the, where do we need to go? <laughs> he uh, goes around kind of this grove of trees next to the road and he's like just just follow this little path here and it goes right down to the shore side uh, if uh, she's in her usual spot uh, she'll be near the lake camping uh, she's supposed to travel with us as well and I always like having her so if you could please go get her okay sure me and me and Ted can go get that absolutely all right sure sure and then when we get back, uh, maybe we should unpack that thing that you just said, you know, about the memories. Well, uh, we, we certainly, certainly can. I, uh, you know how it is. Everyone's got a dragon story around these parts. Hmm. Ted the Therapist. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a specific dragon therapy in Lake Town these days. Um, Han... Yeah. Do you uh, stay with the caravan? Do you want to go with uh, the other two shorties? Um, I think the kid is just like, you're not going to leave me here with these people, are you? Well, I mean, you can just come along if you want. You, you seemed like you were fine standing by that rock 
doing nothing. But I mean, like you, you're more than welcome to walk with the. There's gonna be, you know, some bugs and stuff. So he just, just starts walking just with you guys. Doesn't even address it. Okay, uh, ahead of us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Arms wait, still hold on. Uh, oh, that was rude. Well, yeah, listen, you know, some people, humans, <laughs> right? <laughs> Big folk. Yeah, you can't trust them. Their legs are too long. They can't breathe that well up there. Are, are you guys saying this, like, while he's around you? Under our breath, but you're, like, a few steps ahead. So we're doing that whole thing where it's like that, like... <laughs> you can hear we're mumbling. You can't necessarily hear exactly what we're saying. What are those two characters from Sesame Street? The two old guys? <laughs> yeah. oh, Stadler and Waldorf. That, they just mutter to each other? That That's what I'm picturing. Absolutely. Right now, a little bit. Just... <laughs> The peanut gallery Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. Forever my image of uh, (laughs) Ted and uh, Rory. Oh my gosh. Just constant commentary in the background. It's it's essentially like watching, it's like watching the movie with the commentary on. (laughs) Sort of talking over everything. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. I love Love it. Oh my God. Uh, We will follow uh, the kid as uh, he is traipsing through uh, the the path ahead of us. The kid also doesn't know where he's going, so. Yeah, we know, but we're just gonna follow you. Okay. <laughs> you uh, you head down the little path. Luckily, it's not very long. Uh, you kind of get off of it, and all through all, both of you follow the kid kind of off the path a little. You go through some brambles. You avoid some nettles, uh, but you do end up uh, by the lake shore. You can't really miss it. Uh, and sure enough, there seems to be a figure kind of on the shoreline. Uh, She's sitting and uh, packing up her uh, camp, and you all approach her, and in front of you is a large, tall, like, warrior woman, it seems like. Uh, Patrick, why don't you introduce your Mm -hmm. character? So this is Kat Vera. She is Bjorning. She is tall. She's 5'10". So, yeah. She's lean. Massive. Yeah. 145 pounds, pure muscle mass. Uh, <laughs> Eight foot vertical leap. Yeah, that's right. Uh, she's, but she's young. She's 23 years old. Um, she's wearing uh, pretty plain clothes. Uh, her traveling gear is usually just what she hunts in anyway. So she has like a linen shirt on and some trousers that are like earthy tones. Uh, she has a light chain shirt over top of that with some leather boots. And then a hooded gray cloak, which is pretty faded and worn down. And uh, she hears you approaching first, and she goes, "Well, you're you're finally here. I heard you coming from a long ways out. Couldn't have been more obvious. You're gonna have to work on that if we're gonna be traveling together." Dwarves are natural stealth. <laughs> we're perfect. We've never made a sound while walking through a forest at all. Come on. Um, right. the, the kid kind of hides be- as much as he can hide behind a hobbit and a dwarf. Um, kind of just like steps behind them. It's just like, what? Uh, okay, well, uh, Ted, why don't you take this one? You're the... I'm the what? Strongest of us. I mean, look. Oh, look. Yes. I, At least I may, the most I may or may not be, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. 
Yeah. What is your name? My name we, is Yeah, uh, We're with Baldor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I figured as much. I'll be traveling with you through Mirkwood. Inside oh. Cavera's head, she's like, oh my god, this is not yeah. good. <laughs> well, Katvira, Katvara, Katvara, my name's Rory. It's Cavera. It's not that hard Vera. to pronounce. <laughs> no, I mean, like, listen, it's all difficult. <laughs> you tall people, you make up consonants, I swear. You've added letters to the alphabet. We had just, it was perfect at 22, and then you made it, what, 26, 27 at this point? There's no need for it. Oh my god, can we just go now? <laughs> yes, please. I, fine, alright, sure. Uh, can we help you carry anything uh, back do you, do you have anything to uh, to take along with us uh, as, we're, uh, as you're wrapping up camp? No, I, I, I'm perfectly capable, thank you. She's much stronger I, probably than all of you. No, I mean, listen, <laughs> we're very strong and very capable. We can absolutely help you carry anything you need. If uh, you have a very small suitcase, I can help you carry that. <laughs> or a large one. I, I can carry a large one, if that's what you need. Uh, no, I uh, thank you for the offer, but... Uh, no, thank you. And she's she's. Is this a rock? Is this your rock? I'll carry this rock. <laughs> no, it's not my rock. He picks up the rock. <laughs> okay, you you can do that. Okay. She's just, she's just, pretty soft spoken, you know, for how big she is. She's she's soft spoken <laughs> still. So she, even though she's getting very annoyed, she's not really like seeming like it. She's also very confused. And if you look closer, she also has two different colored eyes. She has that thing. She has a one green oh, eye yeah. and Heterochromia. one hazel. Yeah. <laughs> one green, one brown. Rory will take his rock and he'll be like, all right, well, the, the uh, Baldor's back this way. I'm sure you can follow me. And he'll just really intentionally loudly stomp his way back through the forest, like stepping on a couple of sticks, you know, just, you know, being as loud as possible. Yeah. Uh, I'm, Ken Farrah already knows where she's going, so she doesn't need to follow <laughs> you, but okay. As you guys are like wrapping up, starting to turn around, through, you hear some sounds through the bushes. And uh, you hear, ah, help, help. And out bursting from the bushes is um, the kid. Not the kid, but a 12-year-old boy. That was uh, the, the, the three of you uh, recognize as Baldor's son. And he comes running up. Ah! They're they're taking things. Uh, my dad, I come help help. Where are they? That back back at the caravan. They're 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 robbing all the the, the ponies. <laughs> okay, I go ahead and take off charging. because I know everyone's yeah, everyone's gonna pass me anyway. So I just start running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Pippin and right. Mary. <laughs> yeah, we we start running immediately, but we're overtaken immediately also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the the two of you start running cat vera quickly passes you um and then behind the two of you you still have the kid and the kid um both behind you uh but cat vera comes in first and all of you kind of get back up to where uh baldor is and his caravan of four ponies and the three hired help uh have him surrounded up against a tree Baldor oh. is like backed up against a tree. He's got a branch in his hand. And one of the three uh, of this, these hired help 
is kind of uh, bleeding a little bit from the side of his face. Uh, looks like Baldor had a had a whack at one of them with his, this branch that he's picked up. Um, and it's tense. And mm. one of these uh, hired help, thugs, whatever you want to call them, uh, he turns around and he goes, All right, why don't you all just go back over to Lake Town? Is that nothing that concern you? No. Well, I mean, it does concern us. We're kind of all on this path together. And then it seems like you are uh, attacking the person who was uh, taking us across. So, why don't we all just calm down oh. here? Born, or Baldor, sorry, not Born. Baldor, uh, why don't you explain what's going on? Well, 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 no one needs to be talking about any attack. Baldor here has promised us some money up front for protecting his caravan, and he's backing out on us, of course. Uh, we should have figured this out. So, you know, it's really us that got attacked, if you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. And Baldor's like, uh, no, no, that is not how this happened. And as this tension is rising, a figure comes out of the trees. Uh, a lone man and his hound Ooh. comes walking out of the trees. Sean, why don't you uh, introduce your character to us? I want, you, I want you to picture one of those men with the unbuttoned blouses on the cover of romance novels in grocery store aisles. Uh, that's, that's the figure before you. No, no, no. Not really, not really. Uh, relatively young, seems to be in his 20s. Long, unwashed hair, black hair, black beard. Gar on the face kind of draws like a pale white line through the beard, disfiguring his face a little bit. The clothing, just, just basic, light leather um nothing too intense and uh yeah you take him you can tell he's young but he's got the lines on his face of a much much older person so the best you can figure at a glance maybe maybe in his maybe in his 20s but also maybe in his 30s maybe even early 40s it's it's really hard to make out very weathered <laughs> and his hound what's his hound's name Finn. Or do you want to say that and okay yeah and actually that's uh, the first words out of my mouth that's that's the first thing that that anyone hears me say is the hound's name and then that, then he he kind of follows out behind me, with a snarl. Mm. Um, so I'm a few feet out from the brush. I yeah. say Finn, and then my hound starts to kind of emerge, and then he actually begins to take four, five, six steps ahead of me towards the three men that have the guy surrounded at the tree. Ooh, I like that. The quasi leader of this thug group. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, hey. We can work this out. Suddenly he realizes he's kind of outnumbered here. And he takes a look at the group. Most of them are shorter than him, <laughs> which is good. He kind of sees two children, a dwarf, um, and then this woman that came out of the woods. But then this man comes out with his dog. It's getting a little bit out of control now. Mm -hmm. um, and he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, let me, let me, let me just explain myself. We were meant to, you know, protect this little caravan here, and uh, we are, are good for it as long as he pays us now, like we were meant to be paid, and then we'll, you know, protect the caravan. I, 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 I feel like this is all a little too much, a uh, little misunderstanding here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm packing my pipe with a little bit of tobacco, sort of like absentmindedly. <laughs> 
and I kind of say almost to myself, strange way to uh, protect a caravan, wouldn't you say, little ones? And then I kind of gesture over to uh, kind of head nod to the hobbit and the dwarf, looking for a response, still packing mm-hmm. the uh, the pipe. While I resent the term little ones, we can move past that. I don't, <laughs> Teddy, I don't know what it is about these woods, but we have humans walking out of all sorts of corners, and I just, I don't know if I can take it this soon in. Like, listen, it's a lot, it's a lot early on. Uh, did you see, uh, Baldor born? What, what's going on? I just, I feel like we need, we need uh, someone else's perspective of what's going on in this situation other than uh, Mr. Ringleader. Uh, Baldur's like, I, I promised them pay that I've already paid them. And then the rest of it on the other side. I usually don't go in for these, uh, hired help kinds because I seem to fare well enough on my own. But I, I, the rumors of the woods have gotten me a little nervous, especially with my boy here. Look, he attacked me. He was trying to rob my purse, and then he went and started robbing one of my ponies till you came up. So, the, the all of you will get their share if you help me out here. Uh, that is literally all, the only thing that Rory needed to hear. <laughs> is you just see big dollar signs come up in his, in his eyes, and uh, he immediately pulls out his hand axe and uh, twirls it around intimidatingly and goes like, well, for that, I think I can absolutely help you out here. <laughs> I look at uh, at Rory and I say, were you promised payment beforehand? Because I haven't heard much about that. <laughs> no, but if there's money involved, listen, just like, take out your thing and we'll look intimidating. Maybe we'll get some extra money. Just saying. Like, you know. So I've got my bow out and I say, it doesn't look like we are going to be getting along. Or can we get along? Can we get along here? Or does there have to be a problem? Can't we all just get along? Um, do you want to try to intimidate him in some way there, uh, Ted? You know what? Um, I'm looking for... if Is that a... Is that even a persuade. Persuade? persuade? Yeah, yeah, I'll do the persuade. I'll persuade. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll persuade then. Okay. Let's see here. Okay, so I got a total of 16. Uh, with one six. Ooh, extraordinary success. All right. All right, we get two. Or great success. I think extraordinary is if you get two or more. But, uh, so basically, why don't you go ahead. What's at the very right of the persuade skill? Like, what skill group is that, Tim? Personality. Personality. Go and fill in one of your personality, uh, pips. Because this is how you gain, like, this is how you level up, basically. There's no levels in one ring. But if you do really well, if you use your skills in appropriate situations, if you roll extraordinary like successes, good successes, whatever, you're going to get some skill points to use at the end of our adventure here. So be thinking about like, how can I use my skills more? Because it really, really like comes in handy when you succeed and succeed at great uh, levels as well. So yeah, go and fill one of those in. Is there a throw money at your problem skill? <laughs> Courtesy. <laughs> it's called privilege. Uh, you should see it right there it's underneath a... uh, persuasion. It should be a subset of the awe skill. Yeah. <laughs> the, the awe of wealth. <laughs> um, he goes, whoa. Uh, 
Hey, uh, little guy. Uh, you look pretty, pretty dangerous with that. And you got your dwarf friend here. Like, you know what? Big misunderstanding. You know what? We're just gonna go back to town and uh, let's pretend this never happened. All right, you, uh, you got dogs here and children. <laughs> well, I didn't sign up for this. And he snaps his fingers, and his two like other henchmen uh, kind of back off, and they start walking towards Lake Town. Uh, do you guys want to let, let them go, or... Uh, oh, well, no, I, there's got to be some sort of consequence or some sort of... I mean, I um, I would sort of move in front of the direction, sort of kind of cutting them off from sort of escape. <laughs> Baby ball, uh, uh, Ted is sort of intimidating. I've kind of in the background sort of just like um, moved off to the side to kind of move off to the path. Uh, I actually, I really like those shoes of yours, you know, uh, you, you humans, they're so large on your feet, I feel like you could turn them into at least two, two shoes between me and Ted, uh, that's like twice the profit, so I'm just saying, like, uh, we could really use, uh, those shoes, and, uh, I would like those swords too, definitely, all, all, all of that, please. You, uh, you want me to give up my shoes and walk two hours back into Lake Town? Barefoot is what you're saying. Not, I mean, I'm not like what this little kid here who doesn't even seem to have shoes. Uh, seems like that's, he's very used me. to it. That's a hobbit, and oh. they are uh, specifically like biologically built to not wear <laughs> shoes. Like literally, that's their sole purpose in life is to not wear shoes. That's uh, at least as far as I've been told. It was a drinking, uh, you know. So, but this, uh, the sole purpose. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's good. That's good. That's good. But that's not good enough to let you go. So uh, I'm going to need those shoes and those swords. And uh, I'm going to nod over towards uh, the doggo man. I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name. But uh, I'm sure that uh, we have persuaded you to uh, to uh, to do so uh, or at least give us your shoes. Yurik, uh. Yurik is like still kind of almost uh, obviously wrapped up in what's happening but still somewhat like kind of disengaged um mm-hmm. still still taking some long pulls from the pipe uh lets out like a really high-pitched whistle and then his hound draws back comes to his side and he reaches into his a little pouch at his side and starts feeding what looks like jerky kind of takes a big bite from a piece of jerky and kind of hands it hands it to his his dog so although we're still engaged in what's going on <clears throat> we're not uh we're not quite prepared to throw our hat in the ring with whatever whatever's happening right now with uh, the uh, the abduction of a man's shoes we're we're not we're not, uh, uh, we're not 100% in on this quite yet Kevin's like how these three men must be real cowards because how does these little hobbit so intimidating and I'm standing here with a giant spear that I haven't drawn yet but I'm standing there like, I like to think the entire time that while Ted was talking, you were actually just standing behind him with the most intense. Like, you were just like, yeah, like tall, fiddling like, with the spear, like yeah, just, yeah. and that that was kind of half the reason. But Ted said, like, "Yes, of course, this is maybe like three quarters of the reason." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, no, you were very charismatic, and I want to take it all the way away. <laughs> Roll the six. <laughs> Much more of the spokesperson than the intimidator yeah. myself, but mm-hmm. he's a. Uh, he succeeded, but the six was uh, definitely Cat Bear standing by him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also, while this is happening, I go to Baldur. Baldur? Mm-hmm. Baldur, right. yep. I go to Baldur 
And I say, did they take something from you? Do they have something of yours in their possession right now? No, no, I, uh, I was able to fend them off here and you arrived, so I appreciate it. Okay, well, we were going to have to shake them down for that, but <laughs> I would say that they can probably leave um, without me shooting them, unless mm. something else happens. <laughs> I'm just talking to Bulba right now. What is yeah, your name, yeah. ringleader? Uh, let me uh, get my notes Not here. Not a fake name. Get a real name. Jeff. <laughs> 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 uh, Carl. My name's Carl. I'm Mike. Uh, Craig. <laughs> the name's the name's Craig. All right. Look, I uh, if you just go ahead and roll. Actually, uh, Rory, go ahead and roll for awe. As Aww. like a persuasive, you, you're swinging your axe around. You're kind of showing off. You're you're puffing out your chest. Let's roll, roll for a lot. This one. A <laughs> lot of chest puffing. A like lot. that's most of it. Like ninety um, percent. So I have zero pips in awe, so it's a flat uh, d12. <laughs> oh man! Uh, and that is a ten. Hey. Okay. <laughs> that's not bad. No, I I think the uh, what what Rory we, we kind of might do in some of that you know uh, a puffy chest is he's just kind of just. Uh, I just he's 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 doing the whole like I'm watching you Ted or Steve or whatever your name was I I'm clocking you your business we're gonna let <laughs> the the authorities and like essentially what I want to also communicate is just like there's there's plenty of coin to be made in what town is this I'm sorry Eric <laughs> uh Lake Lake Town Esgaroth yeah. is the eventual like, name. plenty of money to be made legitimately no need to rob literally one of the most famous sellers and, and you know just saying like unwise you made it lucky out this time rory definitely had a homeschool class in intimidation <laughs> whether he's good at it remains he thinks he's he good at it thinks, that's all that matters he thinks he's good at it he thinks he's charismatic it's like that idea of like he thinks he knows you know he thinks people like eh, we'll see how it goes <laughs> it's not a lie if you believe it i say to, I say to rory uh I think I think you've taught them a valuable lesson today, and I okay. let's let's go ahead and let them run along. Listen, you can keep your shoes, <laughs> but just know that your pride should be really low, <laughs> as low as your shoes are. <laughs> Shoe level, kind of tall. I mean, you have big shoes compared to me. But you, this remains to be seen. You can go. Uh, Craig the the thug goes uh well, thank thank you thank you and uh, he starts walking. One of his uh fellow thugs starts taking out a sword to like put it down. He's like, no, what are you? God bless it. Uh, come on. And then they all start walking towards uh Lake Down. As um, they're walking away, Rory makes like a big show of like you know like a- escorting. Him. Like obviously he's like behind him. He's being you know, like, of course you're running. Uh, that's right. Uh, get out of here. And then I say, you did splendidly. The uh, the leader turns around as you do this and just kind of shakes his head, but keeps walking. And it uh, looks like you've saved uh, <laughs> saved Baldor and uh, his son and his four ponies, which still have all their goods. Yeah. Um, Baldor comes, kind of comes down off of his... Uh, you know, intense, like everything's the world's ending kind of uh, situation. 
And he looks at everyone here and he goes, Wow, I never thought uh, my travel companions would be fending off my people who are supposed to be defending me. <laughs> but uh, I thank you, all of you, uh, each and every one of you. I, I promise you, you'll all get one of their shares. In fact, and he goes uh, kind of over to his lead pony. He's got a little purse kind of strapped up to the side and he goes through it. And he goes, uh, this is a thank you to all of you. And each one of you get one treasure. Ooh. So you can put nice. We get to the other side. Let me sell in, uh, you know, Woodland Hall or something, and I'll I'll get you a piece of uh, what I sell. Uh, so, the weird thing about the One Ring RPG is it's not really like a, a determinate amount of coins or gems or anything like that that you get. It's it's one treasure, which um, has a certain significance, which I don't have right in front of me right now, but kind of all designated. Uh, a certain way, but basically that's going to get you, like, a nice little night at the end or something, and a meal. Um, so, you might be able to buy something on the other side, especially out in uh, w the Woodman area. You know, everyone's pretty rustic, pretty uh, out on their own, so you might be able to find some interesting things to buy. Um, but, you do all find yourselves together. Uh, a part of this four-pony caravan with Baldor and what you learn to be uh, his son, Belgo, which, man, of course, two B names, because that's Tolkien as... Hell, Baldor man. and Belgo. Baldor and Belgo. Belgo? Belgo, B-E-L-G-O. So, uh, 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 Rory's gonna turn back to Baldor and be like, now, I, uh, I appreciate, uh, of course, this, this treasure, of course, uh, we, uh, we did grateful for this, but I, I believe, uh, Teddy here has uh, even offered our services you know even more so so if you are ever in need of protection services uh the duo here we are uh good for it and uh you know we don't charge an arm and a leg just an arm <laughs> or a leg yeah it is true we accept both both limbs are uh, acceptable so you're got a little choked up by uh by what uh, rory said kind of starts to <coughs> spew out some of the smoke from his pipe <laughs> Until he gets some of the attention of the other group, and he kind of tries to collect himself, and then sees that people are looking at him. He's like, kind of gestures the pipe, see if there's any takers, as he's kind of coughing back some of that tobacco yeah. smoke. <laughs> I want to see the kid smoke some pipe weed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm handing off the pipe then. Yeah. Should he? <laughs> I think he's just so like. I don't know what just happened. As everything was going down, the more the two were talking, the more he was like shirking behind um, every mm -hmm. like the others. And so I think when when um, Yurik, you said, yeah, when he when he does offer the pipe, he's just like, what else can happen? So he reaches for it nice. and then he tries it. Um, should I roll to see if he <laughs> <laughs> Roll the smoke. Is that a constitution check? Is oh, that, man. Is that yeah. a halfling leaf? Yeah, roll, uh, uh, roll smoking. Roll smoking to see how, like, elegantly you can, uh, play do, off that you're your older than you are. Do your smoke rings come out perfectly, or are they, like, a yeah. ship, or just, like, a, a normal Should ring? it be, like, an explore <laughs> roll? <laughs> <laughs> An explore skill, yeah. I like. Uh, I love that. What, isn't there? Isn't there a smoking skill, right? I think there's a smoking. Is, is there? Trait it's a specialty, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go. You know what? I like it. Go ahead and roll craft 
because it's it's an art you know it's an art form <laughs> this smoking i love it okay all right let me do my 12 it a might five. be a battle roll for her <laughs> a, f- a five and a three a five on the 12 and a three on the six <laughs> uh, at least you got a point I in it i guess I get well no you uh you inhale <laughs> it like... and it just <laughs> just burns the inside of yourself and you're like god why do people like this um but yeah you definitely look like this is the first time you've ever taken uh, a hit from a pipe from the pipe weed <laughs> oh kid uh you got to be careful with that stuff you never know what what uh how powerful it's gonna be He's just like, oh my gosh, just shut up. Leave me alone right now. All right, listen. Take your time. Take your time. I pat him on the back and say, you'll get, you'll get the hang of it. What kind of, what kind of leaf you trying to, to, to give our kid over here? Uh, I just, I kind of glance over and uh, smile and, and I say, little friend, it's a hybrid. And then I grab it from the, uh, I, I grab it. What, what's, what's your character's name again? The kid. The kid. That's all we know so far. So I grab it. Yeah. So I grab it from the kid, and um, I I kind of reach across, and towards towards uh, the dwarf. I I suppose I haven't met anyone Rory. yet. Rory. Yes. Yeah. But uh, and I say dwarf, and I kind of try and try and hand some off yeah. to you. Uh, I'll I'll take the pipe and I'll uh, I'll take a, a a puff and uh, you you see that it's I I'm a seasoned seasoned uh, <laughs> seasoned smoker. And I'll, nice. I'll take the puff and uh, blow a nice little smoke ring and just like, ooh, I'm not, uh, this is some interesting leaf. You're going to have to tell me about it. Uh, but uh, do you take often just kind of walking into the wilderness and finding groups of people and offering them strange pipes? Is that a, is that a common thing you do there? <laughs> to young children. <laughs> to young yeah, children. 16 year olds. Well, my... I mean, he needed it. Like, listen, he needed it. But let's be honest. <laughs> My uh, my hound and I heard a uh, commotion and decided to observe um, before before stepping in. It it looks like it was a good thing we did. Yes, well, I mean we did. We 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 were the more the ones that stepped. We did. Right, you know, right. Was, we were the ones who were hired and taken over the role of the uh, <clears throat> me and Teddy here. Yeah, we got that uh, job all all wrapped up. I cat here too. Um, it's cat Vera. Cat Vera. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Cat, for short. It's ca- what we call it for it's- short. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Baldor looks around. He's like, "Well, I uh, have an interesting group, to say the least." Um, but I'm glad you're with me. Uh, then uh, Belgo. Uh, he's he's running around. He's about 12 years old. It looks like, and uh, he was sweating. And uh, he was uh, terrified, but now that the danger's over, he's helping his father kind of get the ponies uh, evened out and the weight distributed the way it's supposed to be. And you do notice, like, he kind of fiddles with something around his neck, puts it back under a shirt, and uh, wipes his brow, and he's like, whew, thank you, everyone. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh. You did good, kid. You did good coming and getting us. That's, uh, that was the right move. Thank you, thank you. Especially uh, me. If you ever need anything, you can come talk to me whenever you just any security needs. I'm your guy, you know. <laughs> or Teddy. I'll remember that. I'll Teddy. remember that. Uh, Depending on whatever you want to be called, me, obviously. <laughs> we all got nicknames. <laughs> Looks I, do, I do not have a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Looks over <laughs> <laughs> the kid. Mm. 
Oh, man. The kid's like, that's my name. <laughs> um, you were born the the kid. That's his, that's his Christian name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ted, Ted just on, says, on. claps, and just goes, well, should we head out? Yes, please. That we should. Yes. That we should. Well, since I'm new to the party here, I'm curious to know where where's everyone heading. You can talk to Baldor there. He's the one kind of leading this group. We're just protecting. Well, uh, first of all, we're we're going over Mer- to Merkwood. I mean, I I know you you joined up. You talked to probably talked to Baldor before m- to meet at this spot, um, and you've traveled with him a couple times, but you're not super familiar with him. Uh, you certainly know him because he does sell, uh, you know, his goods at Woodman Hall or Woodland Hall every once in a while, um, either there or Woodman Town every every summer. Uh, but rarely do you get to travel with him, especially across all of Mirkwood. So he explains, well, uh, just making my yearly trip wherever you all need to go, you can. But uh, we're making our way to uh, Woodland Hall for now and then. We'll go from there. But uh, I know that you were just coming as uh, part of the group. But, uh, you know, uh, there'll be more payment for all of you for what you've done and to help protect my four ponies. If this is any indicator how this traveling is going to go, I uh, I have my worries about Merkwood. I say, why don't you come along with us? There is strength in numbers as we travel. And uh, what is the, the hound's name? The hound is Finn. 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 Finn, you're a good doggy. And he reaches up to scratch, because I'm assuming it's even taller than the dwarf. <laughs> on the top of the ear. I'd love to tag along. I'm sure Finn could keep up. Good, good. Um, well, we have long ways to go yet. And you all kind of uh, start traveling. You don't have very far to go. You go up just a little bit upstream. Uh, and... Uh, as you get farther away from old Lake Town that got destroyed by the dragon, uh, Baldor loosens up a little bit. He seemed a little tense around the shoreline there. And uh, Belgo is also, uh, seems a little bit more higher spirits. It's kind of nice that his dad's not up against a tree anymore being threatened by thugs. Um, and he figures this group of people is probably all cool since they saved them. Um, but you kind of make your way uh, a little bit to the west side of the Long Lake, up the river a little bit, and make your stop. A couple of hours pass as the rest of the day goes by, and the twilight hours start to arrive. little mist hits the uh, forest river that's coming to meet the Long Lake. And as the sun goes down, out of the mists, you see a few rafts coming down the river. On them are Mirkwood elves guiding these rafts as they come over to the shoreline to meet all of you. And uh, one steps off, says, Mako Vanen, and uh, looks like he knows uh, uh, Baldor pretty well, as uh, he's probably made this journey for the last at least... You know, not maybe not all 10 years, but certainly most of those 10 years since the Battle of Five Armies. All of you are kind of directed on the rafts, and the ponies are led. They look a little skittish at first, but one of the elves goes up to the ponies and whispers something you can't quite make out, and they all just fall in line perfectly, no problem. 
as they make their way on the rafts. Rory's kind of giving all the eye, all the elves a, a side eye. He's, you know, he's <laughs> sitting off in the corner, doing something. Absolutely. Uh, Kevers like, thank God, elves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kevers got a little bit of a history there, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, um, do I know any of them? You, I mean, you recognize faces. Um, you don't really know their names. You've seen, uh. like, groups of elves moving before. No one, uh, certainly not like the teacher of your uh, mother's skills, um, is not amongst them. But she's a pretty important elf, so it's doubtful she'd come down on a raft somewhere and pick up supplies. Um, but you all kind of climb on board to continue your journey, because they're going to help you, at least through the first part of your journey through Merkwet. On the rafts, you head upstream. Uh, the elves expertly craft their way up, back up the forest river. It takes a couple of days. It's a long journey up river. Um, and you make your you know, little sides of the rafts uh, to sleep on at night. Um, I'm going to go ahead and have... Uh, who would be the most likely... Who's a night owl? Which one of your characters probably a night owl stays up late? I, I was going to say maybe like the kid is just up because he's like anxious and nervous and like, you know, mm. he's never been out before. He's just met all these people. Um, I will say, though, taking that pipe, uh, we're slowly <laughs> bonding, by the way. Um, <laughs> you are now my new father figure. Um, <laughs> that happens so slowly. quickly. You're the new the dad. Thick as thieves. Thick as thieves. Me and the kid. Um, and so I think he's just like processing. So he might be up. Cool. I love that. Uh, uh, Kevera has a three in awareness, so she's probably up too. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, you're probably two on, let's say you're on two different rafts. Kevera, you're on the lead raft. Um, you're taught, you've spoken into the night, you know, with these elves. But in the raft behind <laughs> you, you've got the kid who's up, anxious, uh, just took a, his his first hit from pipeweed and feels like, Oh my gosh, like I'm a part of this group a little bit. Uh, Growing his first chest hair. (laughs) So the kid is a paranoid, uh, high. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, and you, uh, are actually with Baldor and, uh, Belgo as they're sleeping. And something odd happens as you are sitting awake on the raft as the elves are still crafting it upriver. Baldor sits up. And goes, no, uh, uh, not, oh, no. And stands up, like in kind of a huff. But still kind of seems like they're sleeping. As Baldor kind of leans on his walking Uh. stick. And goes, oh, no, no, you can't, you can't. Where is, where is Belgo? And starts kind of waddling around the raft. And b- the elves, like, guiding it are like, they look back and go, uh, and kind of point as they say something in Elvish to each other. But you don't do anything, but you're sitting there looking at this. What would you like to do? Um, I th- the kid is, like, kind of, like... He's now, like, fully awake, I think. And he's just... He wants to, like, reach out to, like, pull him down. To, like, sit down. <laughs> and stop <laughs> rocking this boat. Um, 
maybe I think he does that. <laughs> maybe she's okay. like, ah, Go ahead. Uh, what was it? You got athletics or something physical that you could do? Maybe. Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> oh. Uh... She's trying to persuade him. Maybe she doesn't realize he's like necessarily asleep. So it's like, hey, sit yeah. down, sit down. Yeah. Whether he uh, understands. Ath- athletic. Yeah, I love that. Athletics or persuade. Whichever. Do you have points in either of those things? I have persuade. So. Okay, if you say please, you could use courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Never. No. I have a 7 on the 12, one 6, and then a 3 and a 2. Three and oh, a two. very persuasive. Okay. Uh, so that's... Math. What is that? <laughs> a- 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 18? Dang. Okay. Uh, you kind of grab at... Baldor, who is standing up. And you're like, sit, sit, so what are you doing? You're gonna rock, knock us over. <clears throat> and he kind of snaps out of it. I don't <clears throat> want to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Whoa. Where? Where, where am I? I. And he looks kind of like he was sweating, and he, he dips down really quick, kind of gets his hand off the side of the raft and brings it up to his mouth, takes a couple drinks, washes it over his face a little bit, and he goes, oh, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, oh, uh, was I standing just now? Uh, yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> you know, uh, well, you don't need the expletives, uh, but, uh, I am, uh, <laughs> he's old school, you know? <laughs> I think... Take anything. Takes a smoke once. Different person. Yeah. <laughs> what a punk. Hell. Hell is definitely a swear in the Tolkien universe. W- what on Middle Earth was that? The kid. The kid suddenly has a Grateful Dead T-shirt on. It's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. He goes. Uh. uh well, I. I am sorry. Uh. But I. I have nightmares um my whole life was uprooted when the dragon attacked of lake town but it's i thought i got past this though this year has been rough for some reason i keep having these nightmares but uh i appreciate you not letting me walk off the raft (laughs) i do appreciate that and he goes the kid goes uh yeah we still need you so Sit down and stop having those nightmares. <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. Well, I, uh, I'll do my best, I suppose. And uh, he he lies down. Uh, in this movement, Belgo has woken up. And he uh, waits for his father to kind of lie down again. Oh, no, not you too. <laughs> he, gets, he gets close. <laughs> he gets close to you. And he says, uh, hey, uh... <laughs> Did you, was he was he walking around again? Again? Yeah. Well, I sorry, sorry. Uh, he gets like this sometimes. It's been a long time since it's been this bad, but uh, for whatever reason, the last couple months have been has been rough. I was hoping being out here would would make it better, but I I thank you. I he's sleepwalking all over the place. What does he do during his bouts of sleepwalking? Ah. Uh, 
he talks about the dragon attack mostly. Uh, I was just a baby at the time. Uh, it's where I, uh, and he kind of grabs at his like shirt a little bit. It's where, it's where I lost my mom, but I don't really remember her, but you know, my dad does. And he has a hard time sometimes. Um, I think also coming from Lake Town and not really remembering all the dragon stuff, but having yeah. an idea that that happened and then kind of like connecting emotionally with like how he's um, bond like with his parents and stuff like the, all the issues with his parents. Um, <laughs> the kid goes, "Hey, do you play Fortnite?" <laughs> <laughs> I do play every two and a half weeks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think... Um, like, I I, I want to get more, more answers from him. Like, yeah. I'm curious, like, has he done anything, like, other, like, intense other than, like, just walking around sleepwalking? Is that... Yeah. 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 I think he's... he's you know, probably pretty friendly with the group. And he goes, um, yeah, he just, uh, well, he, he starts walking around and he starts running sometimes into like a random direction. Like he, he just needs to get somewhere. Like he needs to, as far as he's told me, he tried to get to my mom in time, but got me out, but couldn't get her out too. And I think it haunts him. And I wish I could say something, but I I don't know what to say to him. I was going to say, and the kid just goes, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bummer. Tough, tough luck. Oof. <laughs> but I, 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 think, I think the kid is just, like, kind of reflecting, so he's a little bit, like, stunned silent. Um, and he just, like, yeah. nods. And uh, he goes, well, thank you anyway. And, uh, kind of lays back down to try and try and go back to sleep now your character might remember the dragon attack you were six probably at the time um we're mm -hmm. surely in lake town yeah. so it might just be like a seem like a bad dream i, I don't know how much your character would remember mm -hmm. um it, it it's like one of those things where it's just like oh i remember it happened but i don't remember the details um he was definitely like him and his family was definitely like safe like they were fortunate um hmm. so he he knows how um like rough it was for everyone but he can't it was fine for him yeah so yeah i like that a little spoiled a little privileged like i was on the bottom him. bunk so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was safe i like that um as you uh, continue, you go through the night through another day, and twilight falls again as a couple days pass upriver, and the forest kind of comes thick around you and rocky on all sides as Mirkwood proper starts, and you enter the eaves of Mirkwood. It's almost like going into a great dark tunnel, um, and you, t you barely see any light coming through, even on the eaves of Mirkwood. Uh, and you make your way up through some rough waters at a couple of spots. The elves are 
masters at this part of the river. And before you, over a little stony bridge, uh, you can see the rock outcroppings of the elven hideout in Mirkwood. And you go inside a tunnel of stone as you enter the uh, Mirkwood Elves kingdom, if you will. And that's going to be the end of our part one of episode one. Wow. <laughs> well, we did a lot. That whole we got out without fighting, too. Part one, yeah. episode yeah. one, done.